Yeah, that body's got to get calloused, and that mind's got to get calloused, especially in this league. All right, Brent, you'll wrap us up. Does a guy like Price be a good, if it's the last question, it's going to be a good question. Don't be, don't, I don't need, I don't <laughs> yeah, need, I, I, listen, so I don't need decide. no Houston Chronicle question. Give, give, me, give me a question. Give, give, give me a Texas question. It's a better question, all right? I don't need no Houston Chronicle. Right. I need a Texas question. Good question. Let me question. ask you about a guy who didn't, who you would like to have had for 30 Bryce Sports Foster. Illustrated is just as bad. Sports Illustrated, that, that ain't a good one either now. That ain't a good one either. That used to be, that used to be the golden standard. Daggum. Bryce Foster. That used to be the Golden State. Yeah, wait a minute, y'all give me flack. I can't give you flack back on. <laughs> y'all get y'all can't take it. Look at it. They get personal. Look at that. All right, so what's wrong with that side? Uh, all right, what you got? All right, Bryce Foster. How much does he miss out? I know you encouraged the What a press conference. Isn't that amazing? Throw me some softballs, yeah. fellas. Give me a text ax question. What you can't, what you can't see with that is he's like winking over the entire time. I'm guessing at a text ax reporter. I don't really know. That's funny. Which is basically directly affiliated with A and M at this point. So yeah, that's yeah. You, you yes, that's right. Throw me some softballs, please. Right. Uh, I don't want to talk to anyone that's going to hold me anywhere accountable. All right. Classic so, uh, Jimbo. Gotta love it. It's uh, great. Well, I don't know. I don't know how their spring game went uh, at all, but. There was too many of them going around this this weekend to keep up with with all of them. Uh, so, well, the only thing to note from the A and M spring game is two players got uh, awards from the spring game. Yeah, they were holding trophies out there. Is that? Yeah. I've never seen that before. Is that a common thing? And I just don't realize I, it. I think it is. I think it's fairly common. Um, MVP or player, maybe. Maybe they are more like a, a spring football award than it is a spring game award. Like yeah, I guess I've just never seen it handed out on the field like that right after yeah, the game. Yeah, I, I don't think I have either, but it wouldn't surprise me if you start to see more of it. It's it's more of an opportunity to, you know, make guys feel good about themselves, well, right? Don't, don't let Jackson Arnold win an award on Saturday. Stand there with the trophy after the game. <laughs> or do, just for, for content purposes. I, mean, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, I am interested in, and, and I want the text line's opinion on this, I just everyone's best guess on Monday what the crowd is going to look like on Saturday. Because we knew, we knew that there was going to be a good crowd last year. I don't think anyone expected what happened last year. It, it, was, it was incredible what happened. Um, but I... I think the common thought is it's not going to be like that this year. It's kind of – I don't know. Like, do you, do you have a good feeling what the crowd's going to look like on Saturday? I, I think it's kind of – could be all over the place. I really don't. Um, I'm, I'm with you, though. You know, last year there was – you know, because of what went down, we, we, everyone was kind of hanging on every word of what was going on with the program and, you know, what do the guys look like? What's the new offense? What's the new quarterback? Um, I, we want to hear from Venables. We want, like, it, it was, there was so much happening that you just knew there was going to be a year. bunch of people show up, right? It was, it was a camp year. mess. That's it. I, it's definitely not like that this year. And I wouldn't expect it to be. Um, but I, you know, as good as it went last year, and as I think everyone had a good time, I, I would expect there to be a big crowd. I, we, we typically have a big crowd anyways, um, you know, just kind of right in line with what you see around the rest of the country. But 
I feel like whenever we had that big one last year and everyone showed up, like at least it felt like to me, like everyone thought, hey, this is kind of cool. Let's let's start doing this now. And I know after a year that can easily fade, so I'm not sure. Uh, I saw on a board that 40,000 tickets have been sold, says the texture of the 918. That's pretty um, good. I am going to guess the announced attendance will be 52,000 on Saturday. It's my guess. 52? Significantly down from last year. But honestly, I think 52,000 would be a really good showing on Saturday. That would be a good number. Well, especially if it's 50 degrees and windy out there, yeah. I think that would be a good showing. If, if we legitimately have 50,000 people in the stands, to me, that is, that's an absolute home run. Absolute home run. I do not expect 70,000 like we had a year ago. I could be proven wrong. Um, like, I don't expect that, but if it happens, uh, it's not, it wouldn't be the craziest thing because it happened last year and I felt like everyone enjoyed it, so... I think weather is going to be a factor, though. They're, they're definitely pushing spring game attendance. Of course they are. Like, we run spots on our station. Uh, they'll put out a, a Twitter video, uh, like, once every other day or something on the OU Football Twitter account. But I, I don't know if you've noticed this or if anybody else has either. I don't feel like there's been the push this year to get to the spring game like there was last year in that Brent was just urging people in those press conferences before the spring game, like, guys – We've got to have the best spring game attendance in all of college football. It's big for recruiting. It's big for that. And I know that they won a similar crowd as to last year. I guess I just haven't felt the push like I did a year ago from, from Brent and others on no, getting a good the spring point. game on Saturday. So I don't that's know how much point. that affects attendance, if at all. Well, I don't think he's had as much time in front of a microphone as he did last year, that's, right? That's, yeah, There's feels like there's some truth to that. Uh, you know, they had that little pre-spring thing that kind of caught us all by surprise with with the uh, the newcomers. They introduced all the newcomers. Outside of that, I don't feel like there's been a whole lot of press conference stuff going on. And maybe there wasn't last year either. It was all post-practice stuff. I don't, I don't know, but it felt like that was kind of being talked about a bunch. Or maybe we just played the same thing over and over. I don't know. Well, they did do the the funny video. Uh, feels like several weeks ago now, where Brent right. kept messing, saying eleven a.m. for the spring game, and it's two thirty. But I feel like there was like multiple Twitter videos last year of him saying that. Maybe I maybe I remember it differently than what it actually was. I don't know. Uh, let's see, sixty five thousand, baby. That's someone's guess wow. on the text line from the four hundred five. That would be huge. Uh, if that number is accurate, there should be twenty thousand walk ups. Okay. Uh, if 40,000 have been sold, I bet there will be more than 52K. Only 10,000 walk-ups, says the uh, text well, line. Okay, so can you explain that to me? Or can you get walk-up tickets? Uh, yeah, I think you can. De- okay. Definitely for the spring game. Now, I can't confirm that there have been 40,000 seats sold. That's just what one person said that they read on a message board. Right. That that's, I, well, I have no idea if that's how many have been sold. Here's the thing. I've heard, and this is anecdotal, so... Maybe it's not common thought out there, but I've I've heard multiple people ask, and I've been asked multiple times about isn't the spring game, isn't it just general admission? Like you can walk up, get a ticket, and it's kind of first come, first serve for seating. 
And that's not the case, right? Yeah, it they're is, assigned seats this year. I picked an assigned seat on Friday when I bought mine. Yeah, so it's assigned seats. So I guess like that alone makes it kind of hard because I feel like people are maybe expecting that it's just it's general admission instead of like maybe you would have more seats sold if people knew that it's first come first serve on some of the good seats. Maybe I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, recruiting Doomer says, I know my fam and I will be there, so there's 11. Okay, 52,011 is my new total for nice. Saturday. Nice. I don't know. We'll see. I'm buying a ticket now just because I want to see the voodoo that Teddy just put on Tyler. Should be fun to watch him take a northern <laughs> face to the wind. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I yeah, will hold well, it against you if uh, there is a 50-mile-per-hour wind right in my face on Saturday. I Everyone else will laugh. I hope weather cooperates and we get whatever that that Sunday nicer day shows up a little bit early and we get that on on Saturday. That would be awesome. What is um, what is the big draw this year for the spring game? Is it Kyler? Is it just you get to spend another Saturday in the palace? Is it seeing the newcomers? Like what what's the biggest draw more than more than anything for this weekend? It, it's the five star quarterback. It is newcomers it's kyler murray's new statue all of the above there's not one that stands out among the rest that's what i'm asking well if you're it's this is this is such a weird thing to say but i think it's jackson arnold I think it is too. I don't think it's a weird thing to say. I, it's, it's what do you a, mean you don't think it's a weird it's, thing it's to say? It's a five-star quarterback that's in, like for a game Tyler. that doesn't count. Like, dude, this is how it is okay. everywhere. But hang on a second. Put this into perspective. We have a Heisman Trophy winner who's having a twenty-foot bronze statue unveiled on campus. And it's not that big of a deal. Like that that is insane. I mean, I think it's a big deal. I mean, is it the biggest deal? I would say no to that. But I mean, this is a guy that might lead your program for the next three to four years. I I know, but what I'm saying is anywhere else, a Heisman Trophy winner being at the spring game, getting a massive statue unveiled is like beyond massive. Like that is a huge thing. And to us, it's just like, well, we had one last year. Yeah. No, I mean, you, yeah, you've just become used to it. It's like, oh, yeah. they're, they're not going to have a statue unveiling next year, potentially? Yikes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why that is such a wild statement that it's Jackson Arnold and not the Heisman Trophy situation or the Heisman statue situation. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I think you can also understand that the five-star freshman could play a rather large role sure. in the uh, – in the next four years for OU football in the SEC. Sure. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. Uh, let's see. They gave out Baker headbands, says Kenny from the 405. What are they going to give out for Kyler Murray? I'm not going to make the joke. Maybe you can. I can't stop. Just say it. Remote controls. Yep, yep, just say it. <laughs> lower bowl. PlayStation almost, controller. Lower bowl almost sold out, says the text line. Nine one eight. It's not weird. JFA is the draw. Like it or not, Cedar fans care more about the future Heisman winner than Kyler. 
right? That, I mean, I'm not saying that that's not true. It is true. I agree. But we also, in the same moment, have to understand how strange that is. That is unique to this situation. Anywhere else, that would not be the case. Oh, God, could you imagine if Nebraska was honoring uh... – they probably honored Eric Crouch about 15 times by now. Right. They, they may do that every single year for the spring game in Lincoln. Right. They definitely honored Johnny Rogers at the OU Nebraska, which I understand that one because well, Johnny Rogers had a big play against OU in the uh, game of the century, right? Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure that – oh, well, I know who they're honoring. Um Frank Solich this year. That's yeah. I can't imagine if they were honoring a coach who won a national championship as a head coach. Oh gosh. Which I don't know whose idea that was, but I think that was a really good move by them. Oh, I, that's what I said. I, has anyone's head coaching tenure aged uh, as nicely as Frank Solich has had in the in the past fifteen years? Yeah. Yeah. No. Very true. Uh, did you guys see the spring game attendance at Cal so weak? No, I did not. I did not pay attention to Cal. I did Cal? see that Miami didn't even play uh, on their home field. They played in like Fort Lauderdale somewhere, I think. Uh, I can't. Did we talk about this? Uh, I talked about it with someone that was it Vanderbilt or Wake Forest, maybe that had their spring game on their lacrosse Van, field. It was Vanderbilt. Yeah, they played. How funny is that? They played the football game before the lacrosse match. And then the lacrosse team on their home field had to had to play it after a football game. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Wow. Good Just stuff. bought a spring game tickets as the text line. They were saying, "Well, it it says sixty thousand tickets were sold, but it says it almost looks like it says there's a dollar sign sixty thousand dollars." tickets were sold so I, are you meaning just sixty thousand oh, tickets were sold or sixty thousand in tickets sixty thousand dollars in tickets sold huh i don't know well keep scooping them up there's going to be plenty of stuff there worth talking about and worth seeing the newcomers um early arrival guys and transfers like i think people really like hopefully we get good enough weather light enough wind to be able to throw the football well because people are really going to like Andrew Anthony. Dude can fly. Great deep ball threat. Um, you know, the two freshman running backs are a lot of fun. They're really good. Stogner's back at tight end. He'll be getting some run out there. He's fun to watch. He looks good, big. So I think there's plenty of good stuff out there for sure. Worth seeing. Uh, the text line's making me think that the 52,000 number is going to be way too low. Really? Yeah. They're pushing back and saying there's going to be a lot more than that. Okay. I think uh, out of all the numbers that have been thrown out, my 52K, which I think would be a good number, is maybe the lowest on here. Wow. I it, It's impossible to judge because I, there may be a bunch of people that have bought tickets. How much are the tickets? 15 apiece, I think. Yeah. Like they're 15 right. apiece. There may be people that have bought tickets, and if the weather's not going to be good, they may not show up, you know. I, And that's probably not a bunch of people. I, I understand. But the price of the ticket is low enough that some people, not well, everyone, <laughs> but some people may not show up if the 
if things aren't right. There were uh, what, what? What was the? It was. It was. Was it seventy thousand last year? Over seventy thousand yeah. that showed up, and about twenty thousand of those people complained for two weeks about the price of fifteen dollars tickets on the text line. Remember that when that was a thing last year? Right. I wish you wouldn't have brought up the fifteen dollars tickets because now is the time where people are going to start complaining about ticket prices all over again. I'm guessing. Right. Uh, yeah, there's not, there's not a, I mean, there's some end zone seats available. I don't know. It's hard to tell how upper deck there's a bunch left. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard to judge just going off of, of, uh, the OU website, at least the one I'm looking at. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Keep hitting the text on 651-3439. We'll be back here at Newcastle next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. How good does it feel to shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like $5,000 off and 3.9%. Park Zones, we want you and our crews to make it home safe and help us make Oklahoma safe. This mess is brought to you by Oklahoma Transportation and the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. It is the rush, all the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. It's time for our Under the Radar segment brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Boyd Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under the radar sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. All right, Under the Radar. It was not an under-the-radar story that OU Women's Gymnastics won the national title this weekend. And I don't think that OU Women's Gymnastics is an under-the-radar story in their sport. They've got to be recognized and considered as the best women's college gymnastics program at this point. But I do think the -the under-the-radar aspect of OU Women's Gymnastics right now is, you know, they've won six titles in the past nine seasons. And in terms of the collegiate programs who have had the most dominant 10-year run, I think they got to be considered right there at the top for that, if not number one. Six titles in the past nine years is significant, man. Um, and the sport has grown. Just I don't know if it's grown to the level of college softball, but women's gymnastics has grown. It's very, very competitive right now. You win six titles in the past nine years, That's it, it's going to be hard to find another program out there in collegiate sports that can match up with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, OU softball's got a pretty good claim, but outside that, I'd like to hear some others. Uh, it's it's really is incredible, and you know they won it, and they were up against some really good teams. I it's really hard to tell when you're watching gymnastics, and I I they kind of ran away with it against some really good competition. It looks like it's incredibly close, but I. They closed it down on the last sure rotation. Did. did you watch it? It was cool. Yeah, I, uh, in the middle of a rain delay at Kauffman Stadium, had it pulled up on the phone uh, watching the end of it. Oh, nice. I, I, it was on TV, which was awesome. I'm, I was glad. And the, the coverage of it is awesome because, you know, you've got the four teams there. All the rotations are happening at the same time. So the coverage is, it's like, the scores are constantly updating, and they're bouncing in and out of, of the different routines. 
Like it's action packed. It's pretty cool. It's fun to watch that that take place. Yeah, they were uh, they were awesome this weekend. Finished second in the semifinal round um, to qualify for the uh, championship uh, yeah. on, on Saturday, and I thought to myself that could be the best thing that's happened for them to not finish first in the semis, finish second, and maybe all right, we 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 can't make these mistakes that we made on Thursday and. I don't know if K.J. Kindler would say they were flawless on Saturday, but it was good enough to win another title. It was, it was, it was really good. Right. Yeah. Um, they look good. They look good. That was fun. It was, um, it was cool to see them uh, go out there and do their thing and um, bring home another championship, It was cool to man. see them in studio today, too. That was, that's, yeah, I heard some of that. That was fun. We, we do that every single year for them, and, well, since they – essentially win a national championship every single year now. It's become <laughs> right. a yearly tradition. We roll out the red carpet. We literally have a red carpet that we put uh, by the front door here at the station, and they all come in and hang out for a couple of hours. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, and I guess uh, the baseball team won the, the finale against Tech 12-2, run ruled them. That, so that was uh, kind of an under-the-radar thing. I guess – what they had the extra innings game and gave up a grand slam to lose it. That was not uh, under the radar, but um, being able to close the series out with the win on Sunday was good. Under the radar segment brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising under the radar sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoardStreetVentures.com. So Ohio State had their spring game on Saturday, and it was weird to hear that Brian Hartline – was in the hospital after that. I I guess it's out now that he was drinking and operating a utility terrain vehicle when it crashed early Sunday morning, hours after the spring game, that sent him and one other person to a hospital. Yeah, I saw that. It was like 1.30 in the morning uh, on Saturday night. So out hot-rodding the side-by-side, I guess, out on his property and – and I don't know, flipped it or something, crashed it, and banged up enough to go to the hospital and stay overnight. So, must have done something pretty serious. Yeah. Um, yikes. Uh, I don't know if anything's going to come of that for Brian Hartline or not, but when you hear that a passenger was also uh, – it was a male unaffiliated with the university, so like probably one of his buddies that was out there. Uh, anytime yeah. you throw like that in, that someone else was hurt, then I, I don't know, I'll, I'll be – Interested to see what comes of this. Yeah. Because he is, I think now, he's one of the more well-known assistant coaches in college football. Like, the way he wow. recruits and the success that he's had on the offensive side at Ohio State, like, he is in line to get a big-time job here very, very soon. Some think it could even be the Ohio State job in a couple of years. Isn't he like the uh, – hasn't he won, like, the best – recruiter a couple years in a row or something like that or uh, did he win 24 7 sports recruiter of the year last year i know that i know he's uh, won it previously right yeah i think that he has at least once yeah but yeah i mean he's i mean and again in this year's class i think ohio state is top three right now and they already have like two five-star wide receivers committed and a four-star quarterback they're, they're rolling right now in recruiting wow yeah um yeah, he's he's done a good job there. Um, I hated to see that. Like you don't you don't want to see anyone uh, get hurt or anything like that. Hope I'm glad he's okay. I guess he tweeted out that he was all right. Nothing 
life-threatening or anything, and he'll be all right. So, yeah, that was wild. So, Did you watch, like, very much spring football at all this weekend? I did. I, like... Well, I popped around. I saw quite a bit of the Texas spring game is the one I watched the most of. And it Other didn't sound like you were that impressed. Kind of some highlights. No, I wasn't. Like, what was, I guess, what's your main – like, the main takeaway nationally is Arch Manning. There was more to that. What was your main takeaway other than Arch? Um, I, well, I was impressed with Malik Murphy. Um, he's just a big physical dude that, you know, can do a lot of things. He's got a cannon. I don't know. Who did he hit on that deep ball? That John was, Tay that, Cook, the freshman. Yeah, yeah. That was impressive. 79 yards. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just I'm I'm still questioning if they're going to be able to run the football, even though they had one of their one of their backs had a really nice run where he broke a bunch of tackles. Uh, I I just you know it's I feel like it's the same. I don't I didn't see anything that makes me feel like it's going to be any different at Texas unless they play Malik Murphy, and I know they're not going to. There is um, I guess hype is the right word to say it. I I don't know. It's not necessarily coming out of Austin. I've just had people in my DM saying, you're so wrong about Texas. Uh, their offensive line's going to be nasty this year with Banks coming back at tackle. Their defensive yeah. line pushed uh, OU around last year, which it was like, well, you act like Texas was the only team that pushed OU around last year. Like There, there were a few other teams that pushed OU around as well. But there's this thought by some that they're going to be dominant in the trenches, and I'm just not ready to go there yet. Yeah, there is – there that – that's starting to be a little bit more of a, of a common take. Now, here's the thing. They, they have a really good offensive line coach, and they've recruited well. They're tougher than they've been at that position recently. Um, but, I, again, that may be true. You know, And there's signs suggesting that that is true. But I, I'm not going to predict it. And I'm not going to believe it until I see it. I'm sorry. That's just how it's going to be. Well, I mean, they had a chance to prove it a year ago, I think, on both lines of scrimmage, but especially the offensive line against TCU. I mean, that was just tailor-made set up for them to have by far and away the biggest win of the Steve Sarkeesian era. I think stay alive in the Big 12 championship race. The game was at home, primetime crap, like primetime, like all of that, and they couldn't run the ball at all against TCU. And I know that you can't necessarily look at it this way, but we saw what Georgia did against TCU's front seven, right? And right. then I saw what Texas did against, not to compare Texas and Georgia, but Georgia's like there, like that, that's the standard. And the standard ran up and down TCU. Georgia could have scored 100 points that night, probably if they wanted to. And Texas couldn't do jack squat on the ground with the best running back they've had since Ricky Williams. So I, I just right. thought that one particular game was pretty telling. Like they're, they're yeah, and they're not bad. I mean, they weren't great that game, but I just don't. They're not the elite offensive line that some people want to make them out to be. Yeah, and you just and I know that the OU Texas game last year was it was a disaster. Okay, but that game is not at all indicative of where the two programs are right now uh, to suggest that texas is 47 to 0 better than oklahoma and they pushed us around it was we didn't have our, but you know or whatever who cares they we didn't have our quarterback right 
we we had to run essentially the same handful of plays over and over because we didn't have a backup quarterback situation that we felt was um, was good enough to do anything. The game got out of hand right away. So it's just that's not there's nothing about that game that you can really use to to gauge where we are against one another. I no, I agree with that. I think the national perception is that Texas is way well, Texas is definitely ahead of as a program right now than OU. And maybe they are, but I think you can't say that until these two teams play again in October. Like th- this year, I mean if, if both sides are healthy, that'll be the indication who's further along as a program, most likely. Yeah, they're they are fur, uh, further along than we are right now, today. Will they be by the time we meet in October? I have no idea, but they're not that much further along. I don't know if anyone remembers, but we had the worst season we've had in 25 years, and they won two more games than us. So. Let's not act like they were a New Year's Six winner last year or anything. They weren't close to it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay Make tuned. the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today. 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014. To get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. West Yalagosti Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At WYG, communication is a priority. That's West Yalagosti Law, 405-800-8080. West Yalagosti Law, 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Uh, who's the most annoying quarterback in the NFL? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, it's not Phillip Rivers anymore. Currently, uh, because of everything I have to hear about him on a daily basis, probably Aaron Rodgers right now. No, it's Russell Wilson. Uh, um, yeah, okay, fair point. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Russell Wilson, and he's he's uh, back in the headlines or getting uh, some unwanted attention yet again. Uh, I guess he flipped a golf cart into a bunker at a golf course over the weekend and uh everyone is just using it as another opportunity to say that russell wilson is the worst (laughs) you don't have to look too hard for uh those opportunities unfortunately oh so funny i thought it was hilarious whenever i saw i was like yep yep that's that's about what i would expect um russell wilson yet he strikes again um i I don't know that this is a big deal. I'm sure it is in Nebraska. Sure, there's a massive amount of overreaction going on. I guess Nebraska is changing the Herbie Hancock um, signal, sign, whatever it is, emblem. What? The Oh, the Herbie Husker. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah. They're, they're changing his the logo of him that they have? Yes. They've modernized the logo. I guess the old version uh, 
was accused of, I don't know, some link to white percent, uh, supremacy or something because of the hand gesture. Huh. So they've unveiled a new modernized logo. And um, what is I, what is a modern uh, corn farmer look like these days? It's just it's a guy wearing the Does he have a cell phone in his hand like everyone else right now. Is that the new Herbie Husker? And he's just got a finger in the air uh, wearing the, the overalls, I guess, like always. Big Nebraska cowboy hat looking thing. He's got a corn cob coming out of his pocket. I don't know. Pretty yeah. standard, but yeah. Well, I guess. I, is there debate up there? There's no. I don't envy those guys up there having to talk all week about. Oh this my gosh! On the Can you imagine? Game. That's probably all they're talking about. Uh, anytime you change anything from what it was previously, even if there's no like yeah. politics attached to it, yeah, and that's it's hard that's, enough. That's a place where that's definitely the case. 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I thought that was funny. And I had to do the Herbie Hancock thing from Tommy yeah. Boy because it's just John so Hancock. funny. John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Not nice. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess, uh, you know, Luke Fickles up at Wisconsin, and he was kind of hammering his team a little bit after one of the practices talking about, how everyone's kind of feeling sorry for themselves a little bit, that they're banged up or got little bumps and bruises during spring football and not enough guys are making it out onto the practice field. I thought that was great. And uh, I also was reminded, (laughs) Tanner Mordecai is their starting quarterback right now, which is just blows my mind. Tanner Mordecai (laughs) is up there, Nick Evers is up there, and then – Matower's uh, younger brother is he a freshman yeah. up there? I think a true freshman up there. Early arrival, There's a lot of OU so. connections in the uh, quarterback room. Up there. Well, it, the thing I read sounded like Mordecai's got it, right? yeah. and he's yeah. just kind of run with it and, and looks pretty good. So I just thought it was great to see uh, Fickle calling out the players for being a bunch of wimps. So I, I'm guessing this was a big deal on Friday. Caleb Etn at Oklahoma State, the starting yeah. left tackle in the portal. Uh, Gundy was asked about that today, and he says, ETN felt like he got beat out. That's his choice, in quotes. <laughs> so saying like, well, felt, you know, he like felt got like beat got... out. It's his choice. <laughs> How about that honesty? I kind of I kind of love it, I got to tell you. Kind of love that, honest Mike. Wow. Yeah. I, I honestly have no idea what to think about Oklahoma State for next year. No clue. I they just lost so much, and yeah, they have a track record and a history of when you don't think they're going to be good, they figure out a way to win eight games. But I just, um, I'm not super optimistic about it with them. It feels like it's going to be a big ask. I mean, they are they are relying on a quarterback, and I don't know how good the talent around him is going to be, but he was the third string at Michigan last year. Yeah. So that's another spring game deal. I. I saw what he catch a reverse pass, Spencer Sanders at Ole Miss or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, and OSU fans were. Gah, it took all but one spring game at Ole Miss to come up with more <laughs> imaginative things than uh, they added OSU. Uh, that's great. Uh, you, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Finish no, that. I was just going to ask. Do you know have any idea of like is he leading the I think that so. battle? I, I think I think he who, who's Jackson Darts, the other one that's there. Yeah, I think he is. Nice. Uh, you you've heard of a boycott, but have you heard of a reverse boycott? Well, that's what's going to happen in Oakland in June because, well, first off, the A's have gotten off to the worst start in Major League Baseball. They're 3-13. and 13. Mm. 
and I guess you know getting fed up with the direction of the franchise, some A's fans have gotten so frustrated that they've stopped going to games altogether. Team ownership, they're eyeing a move to Vegas. Feels like that's probably going to happen. The team's bad. The fans are like, you're moving to Vegas anyway, so they're not showing up right now. However, there are some Oakland fans that are planning to conduct a reverse boycott yeah. and fill the Coliseum for the team's game against the uh, Tampa Bay Rays on June 13th. In doing yeah. so, A's fans are hoping to show the team in the league that the fans are not the issue. Like, see, when we want to, we can show up and fill this place. That's great, you know, because I think part of it is, uh, which I'm drawing my baseball knowledge off of uh, Major League, you know, one of the things Best that you can cite whenever leaving is like the fan attendance drops below a certain level, right? <laughs> so just start showing up. Well, right? that game plan didn't work out for the for the right. for the Cleveland Indians there hey, at that time. These guys ain't so bad. Yeah. A reverse boycott for the A's. That's but awesome. It'll be hilarious when they still only get eight thousand people in the Coliseum. Right. I'll uh, I'll probably probably have to laugh about that John Reese Plumley, starting quarterback at UCF we'll see yeah. him in Norman this weekend he played a, a baseball game and then uh, left to go to the football game at the end of the baseball game I think it was like in the eighth inning he had a pretty good day in the baseball game went to the football game and played in that one and had a pretty good day as well yeah and Kyler that 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 kind of made the rounds on social media Kyler Murray basically commented and said play as both as long as you can yep that was uh that was pretty cool to see. Um, I like the the drama of him like trying to sprint out of the dugout in the seventh inning, right? Like, uh, oh, I, I got to go as fast as I can and get there for the spring game. You know, like they're not going to slow down and wait till he's there. But it was still cool to see. That's a that's a nice, good, positive publicity for him. Last one, Jalen Hurts. What a day for him! Five Woo! year, two hundred and fifty five million dollar extension and the most important part of that 179 million of that is guaranteed man There's the, he's the real winner here 179 179 million guaranteed and i think his agent is an ou grad correct is she yeah i think i, I think that she is um i think nicole's her first name lynn. yeah nicole lynn got him got him that big deal I mean, he got himself yep. the big deal, but you know what I mean. She's his agent, right. so that's that's a pretty cool little uh, storyline of that as well. I guess all of those uh, Instagram workouts after the the games worked out in the long run, right? Getting <sighs> putting in the work. Would you not post videos all the time on Instagram for 179 million guaranteed? I yeah. sure at least think about it. Well, post game gun pump was uh, was what it took to get to the top. Congratulations, young man. That's awesome. That's all I have. But Jalen Hurts is the winner today, regardless. Of he may not well, be getting a statue at OU, but he'll he'll he's doing all right. He's doing okay. No kidding. All right. Quick timeout. We'll come back, wrap up hour number two next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. How good does it feel to shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like $8,000 off the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee or $6,800 off the... So they can provide life-changing surgeries and other services at no cost to families. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit smiletrain.org slash learn.
Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush is, is officially portal season. The NCAA transfer portal in college football is open April 15th through the 30th. Uh, you had Jaden Davis enter into the portal today. Corey Roberson announced over the weekend he's going to the portal as well. In terms of like the biggest name that's currently in the portal nationally, we got a lot of text on this earlier today. Uh, Bear Alexander from Georgia, who played in like 12 games last year for Georgia, had two sacks in the national championship game. Apparently, Georgia's not all that bummed that he's transferring and going to play somewhere else. Huh. Uh, the early smoke is to USC for defensive lineman Bear Alexander. So six three three zero five three years of eligibility left. What's the what's the theory as to why they're not bummed that he's leaving? Um. Well, one. Which, he, by the way, let me say this: I watched a lot of the Georgia spring game. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just that it's spring game or what, but I didn't think they looked very good either. Not even at tight end. Well, they got like three or four of those dudes that can play. Yeah. The Bowers kid's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, 6'3", 305 defensive lineman. It'll have three years of eligibility remaining. Top 45 recruit in the 22 class. There's mm. just, there, I guess he thought he should have played more last year. Um, something maybe he's not a cultural fit down there. Um, there's, there's apparently some issues. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I know that it is, I, rarely do you see a defensive tackle that, just had a couple of sacks in the national championship game, going the transfer portal, and I people like climb over one another to to try and get in on a, a defensive tackle out of you know just a middle of the road school somewhere, a guy that's like actually played in the SEC at Georgia. I I can't even imagine how many people are just all over this kid right now uh yeah i mean even if there is like a uh attitude problem um i'm, I'm still some people would still <laughs> probably take their chances because like you said like there's not defensive linemen like this in the portal they're, they're just not uh you just i mean this is your only opportunity and uh you maybe i i'm sure it's uh nil thing but like to even get into the party, you're going to have to be a well-known an, school. Yeah, you got to have a nice offer, be a well-known school. Sure. What well, this is a what you can do for me type right. of situation. Yeah. Um, th- from the nine one eight on the text line, three players from Colorado and Portal in the last twenty four hours. I guess not everyone is high on Coach Prime. Well, well I mean, were they asked yeah. to leave? Was the writing on the yeah. wall? Like you don't. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. I mean, I look today. I, Jaden Davis isn't transferring because of Brent Venables. I'm guessing Jaden Davis is transferring because, well, Gentry Williams might be the starter at the other corner or Josiah Wagner or someone else. Yeah, well, you just – you never know. I, it may be – it may be a coach coming to a kid and say, hey, man, I, you're a good player. We appreciate what you've done. I – you may be able to to go start somewhere else. Like you're good enough to start somewhere else. We just we don't think you'll start here. Uh, you never know what it is. It's not always a player that's disgruntled, and you know it, it may be a a kid that said, "Hey, you know, I've made some good ground in in the winter. 
I feel like I've got an opportunity to make it onto the two deep. You don't, and then you get in the portal. It's not always that, you know, someone's upset. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got the final hour next. Fourteen hundred AM KREF Norman Moore Oklahoma City and ninety nine point three FM K twenty five seven DA the Ref Sports Radio Network. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico's brew.